Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Welcome in to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Joe Norton. With me, as always, is Jared Campbell. And we are here to get into everything NCFFL all of week 10, buddy. Here we are, week 10. We got five weeks left. What is going on? How are you? What did you do this past week? I'm, I'm good, man. Feeling loose. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling loose. Feeling loose. <laughs> We are definitely uh, going to have some sort of conversation around oh, that. I, I think that. it's needed. I, I couldn't. Even, needed. I couldn't even. I couldn't even wait twenty seconds before I'm just already firing <laughs> up. Yeah. Get ready. There's going to be a lot. Um, uh, What'd you do this pick, week? I had uh, something I want to talk about. Uh, this past weekend, um, what did I do? I don't think I really had anything. Nothing. Nothing too nah, crazy. But yeah, went went out with some friends for a little. Saturday night dinner and appreciate the invite, man. Tide went on a little too good, and uh, I was feeling a little. I wasn't too bad on Sunday. Morgan was she was a little rough, yeah. But uh, but nothing too crazy. I got I got a big week this week, Joey. What do you got going on this week? We got USA Mexico tomorrow night Uh World Cup qualifying in Cincinnati. So I'm pumped about that. Nine o'clock kick. Morgan's asking me, "What are we going to do Friday? What's your plans?" I'm like, "Baby, I got to watch the soccer game at nine. I actually that'll actually be an enjoyable Friday for me. I know people don't like soccer talk on a football podcast, but for a Friday night, I think that'll be enjoyable. It's a nine p.m. kick too, though. So, I mean, so that's like perfect. Morgan yeah. normally falls asleep about nine, so I'm like, "This is perfect. This is ideal. That's gonna um, be good." And it's the it's the biggest one. This is the biggest game. Biggest rivalry in soccer, and the lot on the line. Um, the fun, they're playing in Cincinnati. Do you know why they're playing in Cincinnati? Because Cleveland was booked. I, I don't know. Nope. <laughs> there's there's actually a reason why. Um, is that where all the illegals get sent? It is where they do not <laughs> get sent. Is that right? <laughs> yes. So they're actively trying not to the most uh, get the parents with the children. I'm not. I'm not lying when I said the most popular soccer team in the U.S. is the Mexico Mexican national team because they they come out in droves when when they're playing. They're passionate. So they, they chose they, Cincinnati because it's so obscure and 
because there's not there's not that demographic there's not a lot there and they're trying to generate a home atmosphere for the the Americans. They got to a point where I, I was listening I was listening to a podcast that that where they were they had ways in place to where they were filtering the ticket purchases and they were somehow being able to track like where the, the credit card that was being put on file if it was from a zip code that was predominantly like there they would not they would not let them buy the tickets <laughs> that seems a little racist don't you think i mean but it's the mexican national team you can't i mean it's it's not just like so I'm, not, okay. I'm not i'm not labeling like anybody who looks mexican as like mexican these the these are the actual mexicans that are coming to support the uh i don't know the mexican national team okay. so they're not going to be offended you're not Mexicans aren't going to be offended by calling them Mexicans, <laughs> you know. True. <laughs> it's the non-Mexicans that are offended that you just assume that they're Mexicans. That they are, like the the Hondurans and right Ecuadorians. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't get offended, and nor should anybody get offended if you get called uh, what, what gringo. You know. Well, okay, well, I'm a gringo. Cool. Yeah. But but I'm excited about that. Got that going on. We got a big football game Saturday night. Big football game Saturday. Uh, NC State, who are they playing? NC State, Wake Forest. Oh, snap. Well, Wake just lost, so that's not a big game anymore. I mean, it is. That was actually a non-conference game. Was it? With Carolina. So, the uh, this is kind of the battle for the division, trying to get to that ECC championship game. Big time and big time. Well, trying, I, I went to the Panthers game this past weekend. Oh. Fell into guess, some tickets. Guess who wasn't there? Uh, Chaz wasn't there. Guess who else wasn't there, but will be there you, next Sunday. You? Nope. Chaz? Nope. Well, he wasn't there. He, I guarantee he'll be there next Sunday. Um, uh, Rusty? Cameron Jarrell Newton. Oh, Jesus. He's back, baby. Let's he go. ain't going to be We're making a run. Up. You think We're he's going to suit up? Yes, you don't. Bring him right, in. I did. I did. I did. Let's put I did this hear, on pause. I did hear. I wanted somebody, to get into this later. I did hear where somebody where they mentioned that as okay. We'll say that. I'm sure. Let's, I'm sure. I'm sure the GMs are gonna love that conversation. Let's put this on pause. We'll get into that a little bit later. They're gonna. They're gonna love the perspective from a, a Bears fan who they've, they've nailed their. I try to be fair and balanced. Uh, but yeah, had a great time. Fell into some tickets. Christie's uncle John. Gave us some tickets. We were like uh, 200 level, right behind the uh, northern end zone on the left-hand side of the uprights. Really good tickets. Uh, tailgated with uh, GM Eric Pittman. Solid little uh, spot right next to the stadium there. It was great. Uh, brought, my, brought my middle son, Jackson, along. He had a blast. Ate way too much uh, cotton candy. Ooh. Had too many peanuts, too much sugar, and Oof. decided he wanted to throw up the next day. So oh, God. that worked Sounds out like just went perfect. To the fair. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, so I was supposed to see Brian there. Didn't see him. Supposed to see Chaz. He decided to go AWOL. And Rusty said he was going, and then someone said he wasn't going, and then my wife said he did go. So I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody say, yeah, said, he's at the game. And then Rusty, Rusty's the one that said, no, I'm yeah, not. Rusty said, no, I'm not at the game. And then Chris, and then like, I saw Rusty online. there. And I'm like, 
No, he said he wasn't at the game. And I saw so, pictures of him in the fucking stadium. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what did you get, Photoshop? So, yeah, had a great time otherwise. Unfortunately, they lost, right? So, that you know, kind of stinks, but, um, you know, it was a good game. Decent atmosphere there. I'll say that. It was hot as hell. That's for sure. It was so it hot is. that day. It is. It, it's for some reason that inside that stadium is like 10 degrees hotter on oh, the inside God. than outside. You got to think it was like 72 degrees. It felt it like felt 96. Like 80, yeah. No, it's, it felt like yeah. 96. My, my kid was like, it's too hot, dad. Can I take my pants off? I'm like, you can't take your pants off <laughs> in the stadium. He's like, it's so hot though. My balls are sticking to my leg. I'm like, son, don't worry about it. Oh, uh, well. well, here we go, boys. Week 10, we're into it. Uh, Pretty typical day for us on the pod. We're going to get hit up that rapid-fire recap, a little bit of shooting from the hip, and then we'll get into those Week 10 matchups. And let's go. Let's do it. It's time for the weekly rapid-fire recap. Alrighty, boys, here we go. Rapid Fire Recap Week 9 edition. Uh, we're going to get things started off. Let's go with a little Brian and Michael matchup. Um, this one wasn't as close as we expected to be uh, in our discussions last week. Michael moves to 7-2. and two. No surprise there. Extends that winning streak. I think he's at six games now, if I'm not mistaken. But he's up there regardless of the level. He takes down Brian, who moves down to 4-5. and five. Five-game winning streak for Michael. That's what it was. Uh, a cross-divisional matchup where the um, – I forget. Where the Thunderdome takes it here. We were both on the right side of taking Michael. What say you? Yeah, I mean, this one ended up being pretty over after the pod when Jonathan Taylor busted that, like, 80-yard touchdown run. And everybody was like, well, that probably does it. When you're going in – when when you're going down Sunday down, like, 33, you're not feeling really good about it. But – yeah. And then, I mean, good performance from Jonathan Taylor and his kicker and everybody else had subpar, and he still posts 130. I think that's higher than, like, any score I've ever had this year. Uh, yeah. So Did Michael change his name back to Young and Swift? Did he change it? I can't remember. I don't, and then he changed it back? I don't think so. Because I'm trying always, to figure out, like, who's the Young part? I get the Swift part. I don't know. I think who's it's the young? young. I don't think there is a Young. As I was looking at his team, he don't have a young. He's got a Waddle and Swift. Yeah. He's got a Sutton and Swift or a Chase and Swift. I don't see a young. So, I, I don't know. Never, confusing yeah. to me. It's it's just a little confusing. Anyways, yeah. let's move on. Michael moves on. 7-2. Top of the league there, buddy. Congratulations there. Um, let's move on. Pit. Let's go do Chaz and Slip first. Two, uh, well, now they're both 5-4. Five and five, five and four. Um, slip pulls out the victory here by two points here. You're on the winning side of that one. Slip moves up to five and four. Chaz drops down to five and four. What happened in this one? I mean, this was just like an average sub average kind of matchup game. I mean, Mahomes just is struggling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guess wrong, right? On your quarterback situation. Well, it got rid of him. It got rid of the guy. I probably would have. Didn't get rid of yeah. all of them. He still got three. They traded Lamar. Oh, he did trade Lamar. So, That's right. So even though well, Brian, he's got but, three this week. Yeah, even though Brian lost, he uh, 
He still can't gain some points there with uh, getting picking up old Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like you know, just kind of look at this. I'm like, Mixon went off. Mahomes didn't do anything. Devontae Adams had Jordan Love throwing to him, so he sucked. Hopkins didn't play. Just no, nothing really kind of happened for him. So I mean, I mean, I'm, I'll sum this up. I mean, I will say, I will say he lost by two points, and I don't think anybody for Brooks. No, his defense. De- he won well, with yeah, defense. Yeah. Well, he also won because Damian Harris, who was running all over the Panthers, got hurt and couldn't finish the game. So if Harris finishes the game, he probably pulls. I'd have to imagine Damian Harris gets at least two more points. Yeah. So Brooks got Absolutely. caught. Her- Break there and he'll but he'll take it yeah not to mention um i want to say green you know aaron Rodgers was out last week right yeah jordan love was throwing to adam yeah so, so i mean that didn't help out either nah. either way both teams five and four now let's move on rusty versus john uh this is the toughest matchup of the week at least the the highest scoring matchup and rusty's been putting up some points recently which is a good sign for his team the unfortunate thing is he's just getting boat raced. Um, <laughs> you know, every, yeah. It's, you know, sometimes, you know, the cookie just doesn't crumble in the right direction. And, and uh, unfortunately for Rusty, he just, you know, takes another L and that one moves him to seven in a row. Is that right? Can that be right? Has he had seven in a row? Yeah. He's eight. No, he's eight in a row. He's eight in a row. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's he started sniffing off my record, up. isn't he? One Two nine. more, and he gets my record. I don't know. We'll see what happens this week. Something. Yeah, the Muth did not get Luth enough. <laughs> he got he got pretty Luth. He got pretty Luth. <laughs> got pretty Luth. God, I can't uh, believe he didn't. Are we going to talk about that later? Him? Yeah, we're talking yeah, about okay. him later. Too. Okay. All right. All right. I'll say It's it. too much action for Chubb and Connor. Connor yeah. benefited a ton from uh, Chase going down, Chase Edmonds going down. That really opened him up, not to mention he scored freaking vultured three touchdowns. The guy's just uh, leading the league in touchdowns. I want to say he's got 10 or 11 at this point. He's um, just – but it's classic John. It's classic yeah. John. I'm like, if I'm John, I'm just trying to trade for people's backup running backs because you know the star- as soon as he gets on the roster, the starters are going to go down. He's out. I mean, listen, I mean, granted, he paid for Dearness Johnson, so I'll give him that. But he, Chuba Hubbard, what happened? McCaffrey goes down, so he's able to get points from Hubbard. Oh, now he's got James Conner. Oh, Chase Edmonds goes down. Now he's got James Conner to back up. Oh, he's got Alexander Madison. Dalvin Cook missed a couple of games. And so, like, he's catching the break for all the, like, everybody has, like, I need to hold these running backs in case so-and-so gets hurt. No, the only running backs that are getting hurt, the backups are on John's team. Yeah. So it's just another classic case of John being lucky with just all of his backup running backs are being able to be full-time starters. Do you think he's still wearing his leprechaun uniform from Halloween? I don't think he's. Costume. I don't think he's taking it off. I think he's got like leprechaun underwear, boxer briefs that he wears <laughs> on sun, so like on Sundays. That's what he has a lucky pair of. Uh, it's amazing. Lepre- it's 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 crazy, and it's year in year out. It's not just like a fluke year. It's every single year, shit like this happens. It's unbelievable. So well, we'll see what happens. Chubbs on the COVID list. We'll get into that in week ten uh, matchups here. But Rusty one and eight, still suffering there. Uh, Johnny five and four, kind of middle of the pack there. Still, uh, still definitely in the playoff. But he's Playoff bouncing. Cause, cause didn't he start off like 0-3 or 0-4 yeah, or something like that? Yeah, he's doing real well. I know we were talking about him in the romper early mm-hmm. on in the season. And uh, he now he's uh, about a win or two away from not being romper eligible. So, 
Um, we'll see what happens here. Let's move on. Your matchup, Pittman versus Jared. Uh, Pittman moves to six and three. Jared drops to four and five. Pittman beats you by a measly six points. Uh, low scoring matchup yeah. uh, between the two there. Lowest scoring yeah. of the week. Um, you want to talk about it? I mean, <laughs> you don't have to, but. I mean, I was watching the Monday. I can't believe game. he pulled it off with Burrow scoring less than 10 points. That was quite amazing. It is good. It is, well, not my, a lot of my guys didn't show up either. True. But the crazy part for me was, well, there's two things. One, the I was obviously I had the Steelers defense, and I had to get – I was like, ah, it's probably going to be hard. They either need a touchdown or they have to – They have to. I needed the Bears to score 13 points or less. If they scored 13 points or less, I was like, I'm pretty feeling pretty good. And, so you uh, were feeling strong come three quarters into that game. Come, yeah. When they like fumble, when the Bears fumbled the kickoff, and I got, then I kind of retook the lead. I was kind of, okay, I got a shot here. I just can't give up no more touchdowns. I should be good. And then they took it down or something. They punt, whatever. And they forced another punt from the Bears. Mm hmm. And that's when the guy from the Steelers fumbled and the Bears returned it for a touchdown. Yeah. And the extra point on that touchdown is what kicked it to 14 points. And so that's when I lost the six. Mm. And that's when I went down. So that pissed me off. So I'm glad the Bears scored again because I would have been pissed if I would have lost this matchup because Because of that because of the extra point on the fumble for that. <laughs> but that happened with six minutes, like like six minutes to go. And, I mean, if they hold the ball, Steelers maybe kind of hold it for two or three minutes at least and then punt it or something. I don't know. But but that and then, two the trade. I mean, the trade kind of backfired this way. Hopefully it kind of plays out more of my benefit for the long week or the long term. But if that trade doesn't go through, then the it's, it's an 11-point – well, it's about a 12-point swing. Actually, about a 24-point swing. Remind everybody what that trade was because I forget off the top of my head. So, I gave him Alvin Kamara and Corey Davis. Okay. Like, me and Pittman traded this week. Yeah, yeah. So, I gave him Kamara and Corey Davis, and he gave me A.J. Brown and Mike Evans. So, Corey Davis wasn't playing. Mike Evans wasn't playing. Everybody else in our lineups, our lineups basically flipped. We just switched Kamara and A.J. Brown. Yeah. And Kamara outscored him by twelve. So if that trade doesn't happen, then I win. Yeah, but that's a brutal way. That's brutal. Well, yeah, and I, he caught me. I told you earlier in the pod. I told you I was I was kind of feeling a little hungover. We were talking Saturday about or Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. We were just trying to like ah, I can't can't. I I was I really wanted AJ Brown and Mike Evans. Who did I tell you that Pittman always trades? <laughs> He, he always, always, always trades. trades. He always trades Mike Evans. Yeah, he <laughs> so loves like, him and then get gets rid of him. But he was trying to do one of them and then another. And I was like, eh, I don't really like that for Kamara. But I didn't really like Kamara's future. I, I'm kind of gambling on that offense, kind of struggling a little, especially with Mark Ingram coming into play. But yeah, I knew. Would be interesting. But I knew Kamara was going to do really good against Atlanta, and I knew AJ Brown might struggle against Jalen Ramsey. But backfired this week. But Kamara's dinged up now and is like questionable play this week. So there we go. Maybe, maybe it maybe, works out. Maybe it works. We'll see. We'll see. All right, that leaves one matchup left. That is myself versus Piz, and we're gonna send that over to. Finally got it uh, hooked up. 
this week, a uh, Did You Beat the Host segment. So let's send it over to there right now. It's time for Did You Beat the Host? Here we go. All right, welcome in, GMs, to another segment's episode of Did You Beat the Host? I am Joe Norton, and with me this week, special guest, Mr. Brad Pizel, owner-operator of uh, Where Smoke There Is Fire with an IR, and quite the fire you brought this week, um, but I like to start off all of these segments of with one simple question and mr brad did you beat the host i certainly did (laughs) yeah you did by the hair of your chinny chin chin and only because um my boys cd lamb zach moss and and chase edmonds decided not to show up edmonds with a with a uh I forget what oh high ankle sprain at the moment point three points so that one that one will stick that one will hurt. Uh, let me tell you who doesn't care about all the injuries that you've had. <laughs> that's fairly that's fairly accurate. Uh, yeah, Mister no, IR. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's an unfortunate series of events, but that's why they play the games, and uh, that's why you have some backups. I mean. My team hasn't yeah. done very good with backups, so that's where I'm Yeah, at. so, I mean, you, you got to, right? I always say this. I always tell Jared, you can only beat the team that you're facing that week, and, and, you, and you did it. Yeah. Um, even though you only scored 116 points, it, it was enough. And that moves you to a three and six spot on the year, two games ahead of low men on the Totem Pole, Rusty. How, how do you feel? I mean – was this a week where you were like, I got to pull this victory off just to kind of, uh, you know, spread myself out in terms of Rusty potential catching you? Because there's only five weeks left in the season. Well, it's definitely a week that I had to win. I mean, moving forward, I've got a lot of games against in-division uh, foes on the cupcake division. So it's really my time to shine and really make up a lot of ground that I lost over the course of the last uh, handful of weeks, um, which is a nice bonus to have. But, yes, it was definitely a must-win week. Getting McCaffrey back helped. I think we might have lost Brad here. Um, might have been having some issues with his AirPods. Not sure if we can get him back into the mix. Joe, you there? Yeah. Can you fix your AirPods, please? No, nothing happened. I'm sitting here talking to you. All righty. Um, not sure what you said there, so apologize there for the audio issues. Let's move into here. So I, I mentioned earlier we got five games left, and here you are sitting at three and six. Uh, before we get into your next week's matchup and their opponent and, and where you think you might come out on what end, a win or a loss, five weeks left. What's your record at the end of the season? I honestly think that I can get back to 500. 
I mean, I, I think I can pull a four and one situation out here over the next five weeks. So four and one brings you to a seven and seven, just mediocrity. Good. That, that's, that's where you're at. I think if we're being honest, that's a pretty fair assessment. I mean, it'd be a hell of a finish for my squad on the back half of the year. Um, it sure what? I mean, give you some momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah, my guys are getting healthy. Um, I think each week moving forward, I'll get another guy back, Carson, the following week. Uh, he might actually show up this week. Not really sure. Um, that would help out. And then even Hunt over the next uh, week or two, that would help out a huge amount um, and kind of hurt some of the other GMs at the same point. So, yeah, it would be uh, – I think 4-1 and one is a realistic feat. Um, I think there's probably going to be quite a few laughs with me saying that over the pod, but I'm willing to take that. Well, four and one moves you to seven and seven. Do you think that's enough to get you the to the playoffs? Because currently, um, you're sitting ninth, ninth place right now, and you're actually tenth place in terms of points. So, do you think that seven and seven record gets you into the playoffs? I think it does in the division. Um, I mean, I, I'd have to put up some pretty good points. I mean, the remaining games on my schedule, I have Brian. I have, hell, I got Brooks this week. Uh, I've got you one more time. I mean, I think that would be a situation where, you know, I can make up ground in division based off of those particular wins. So, I mean, I, I think it would be enough. I mean, points are going to be a stretch for me, but the reality is if I pop off a few more wins, it's going to make it even more difficult for Russell to catch me from a, from a wins perspective and keep me out of the cellar. All right, and let's move on to that matchup. Here we are, week 10. You got a matchup, interdivision, <clears throat> in-division matchup against uh, Brooks. And at the moment, you're currently projected 132.59 to 125. You think you got enough firepower to, to beat uh, Slip here this week? Well, I mean, I guess that's why they play the game, right? Um, <laughs> I, th I think there is certainly enough firepower in there. Um, I mean, there's not a ton of guys on his team that scare me. Uh, I mean, hell, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm a great team, but I'm certainly not the worst. And I think now that I'm slightly healthy, I think I can about keep up with anybody outside of uh, Mike Norton and maybe a couple other guys. But I think I have enough to kind of get by with slip until I fully get my full roster back all intact. So you're projecting a, a win for the – where there's smoke, there's fire squad this week. Mark it a W. Wow. Wow. Stamp of approval there. Mm -hmm. Almost a guarantee. Are you guaranteeing one? Uh, well, I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's the guy's name? The old Jets guy. Hollywood Joe or what the hell was his name? I forget what he called him. But, yeah. Joe Namath? He, Joe Namath. What was his nickname when he called the Super Bowl win? I feel like. This is just another Super Bowl win. Okay. So it's, a, it's another win. He's calling it here. You heard it here first on the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Mr. Brad Pizel, GM of Weather Smokers Fire, is guaranteeing a victory this week against Brooks Hayslip. So we'll see what happens there. Um, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining the segment. You know, I hate to, hate to say that you beat me, but you beat me. 
And uh, we got another match up here in a couple weeks, so hopefully I can get a little bit of revenge. We'll see uh, how my squad ends up going. But, yeah. But congratulations and uh, good luck this week. Much appreciated. I hope you don't get that W here in a couple weeks. Are we going to see a name change for Alivia? I think there's going to have to be a name change. I'm I'm working through a couple scenarios right now. I mean, I would say I have quite a bit of dirt on Brooks, and he probably has the same on me. So we'll we'll see what I come up with. All righty, sounds good. We'll look forward to that. All right, take man. care, Brad. No problem. Should we do it, Jared? Think we should. Let's shoot. Let's shoot from the hip. Let's go. All right, boys, welcome in. Here we go, shooting from the hip time. Uh, Jared, I say we get things started off with you this week. Mine's pretty weak. I've been bringing the fire for the last <laughs> couple weeks. And for whatever reason, this week, I just I, nothing came to mind. I don't know if I'm spending too much of my creative energy on, on team names or, or what the situation was, but I, I felt like mine is very subpar this, this week. So let's start off with what you got. All right, I got a couple. I got a couple. So we'll start off with a simple one. Uh, we had a lot of action Sunday morning. Just shit was going Tons crazy. People were like, whoa, 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 what's going on? We got this trade going through, this trade, and then the next thing, oh, we got another trade alert. I'm tailgating, so, all of a sudden, it's like it's I got to make boom, a decision. Boom, I was trying to drink boom. beer and play you know, soccer with my kid. and totally soccer at a football game? He wanted to play some soccer. We played soccer. You can't, like, throw a football? We did throw a football, and then we played bags. My son actually almost beat Pittman playing bags. It was pretty oh, amazing. So, I'm not really surprised at that. So, but anyways, so we have three trades, and we're going to go through each trade, and I want you to tell me who do you think won. Okay. I'll, right. t- I'll also tell you if I approve or disapproved it. Well, that doesn't even make any sense. But, mm-hmm. all right, first one we'll start off with was Chaz. Disapproved. And, huh? <laughs> Chaz and Pittman made a trade where it, it was kind of a uh, – one of those, I think Chaz needed some help this week, and so he he gave up the future stock of Devontae Smith, wide receiver with the Eagles, and sat and him he, on the bench. And he, so he put him on. He Pittman took Devontae Smith, and Chaz took Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. Yeah, that one I actually approved. And so, are you asking me like which side? Which, yeah, which, who do you think won that? Pittman by a long shot. I don't even think it was close. Why? A uh, couple reasons. I think he'll be more productive over the rest of the year, and also it's a potential keeper for him that I think he'll have quality value and come next year if he wanted to. That's going to be dependent upon you know his thought processes on Kamara now that he has him because he could definitely keep him. But I think you know Smith come next year could have quality value once we you know get into that keeper range so i think he's gonna end up keeping what do you think maybe maybe you you think chaz won this one he's gonna Devontae smith is gonna need a better quarterback throwing to him than jalen hurts so uh i don't know this is one of those it's just i think i think it kind of went hand in hand with uh the Pittman giving up two receivers so he kind of wanted one back 
And so he took uh, – that's who I guess he liked on Chaz's team. And, yeah. yeah, he probably is thinking about it. Maybe I can play him later in the year. And he, they do, I think, have a pretty good um, – like Devontae Smith has a pretty good – I think they play terrible teams in the playoffs. So you're saying like the rest of the – he's got an like, easy like schedule Pitt, the rest yeah, of the Yeah, like week. Pittman. I mean, Pittman, he's got – well, yeah, because he, he dropped scored. 20 last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the playoffs, they play Washington, terrible. Giants, terrible. And Washington again. So, it's not a bad play. No, and no. Chaz, no. I think Chaz is needing some running back support now. I'd rather – I'm with you, though. I'd rather have Devontae Smith than Miles Gaskin. Although, I did try to make a trade for Miles Gaskin. Yes, you with did. Pitt, with Pittman. <laughs> so, I did try to get him from him, too. Um but I'm glad it didn't went through because the other one, the other side, probably didn't go through. So, so we're both on the side of Pittman in that particular one. I but I, but I understand why Chaz did it for that week. It was, Miles Gaskin was in a really good spot, and he, I think he did pretty good for him. He got enough six points, points. last week. Uh, he scored me, a touchdown. Did he? Yeah. Let me just double check here. Um, the norm. Twelve seven. Yeah, not, so, bad. not bad. I would take that. I would have taken that. It was yeah, better than my 12, running backs. Yeah, 12 seven's <laughs> good. He outscored my running backs. Um, and then the, the another trade was Chaz made with Brian, where Chaz sends Lamar Jackson and Zachary Ertz mm-hmm. to Brian for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, um, I, I think Brian wins on this one. Um, He's getting a quality quarterback. Uh, Ertz, I, you know, I'm not high on him. But yeah. now that you got – I mean, now that you got Edmonds going to be out and we don't know how that backup's going to be, and they've actually been – he's been throwing the ball to the tight ends more frequently. So I think Ertz can definitely be productive. And I'm sorry, but that the KC offense right now just is not clicking. Yeah. And Kelsey's, you know, in kind of a little of a lull. It doesn't mean yeah. that they won't be able to figure it out and turn it around. And Kelsey will produce over the next five weeks for Chaz and, and hopefully for him in, into the playoffs if he gets there. But I think, you know, Brian did what he needed to do to give himself a chance to get into the playoffs because right now he's on the border yeah. and he needs to make a run. And I think he wins here because this gives him the better chance to make that run. I think he holds on to Kelsey, and he there's a maybe a chance, but now that he's got you know Jackson and and Ertz, I think that gives him a better opportunity. So we'll see. He is he's not doing too much right now through one quarter in this Thursday night matchup. So we'll see if it pans out for him over the, the long haul here. What do yeah. you think? I think it's one of those trades that just it made all the sense of the world for both sides, really. Yeah. Because again, we're, I mean, Chaz is not like you can't play all the quarterbacks. So you're nope. going to have to get, and so one's going to be sitting down. Now, I would say, like, if you say, hey, Jared, which quarterback of all the quarterbacks in the league would you want on your team the rest of the season? Lamar Jackson would probably be my number one guy just because the Ravens throw so fucking much now. Mm-hmm. And he's going to run. Always going to run. They, so they're never like just in like these run heavy scripts are always going to be throwing. So, so yeah, it's a really good play. And this is one of the, we were kind of talking back to draft. Like there's no way in hell Brian would have made that trade 
in the first few weeks. But now the writing's on the wall, like something's up with Kansas City. Yeah. And he's gambling that Kelsey and Cam- the Chiefs aren't just really going to get out of this funk. So he's not going to be like really great. But for Chaz, I mean, what if they do? What if they do figure it out in two or three weeks and he's close to the Kelsey in the past? Well, mm-hmm. now, now he's also, he still has Mahomes. He still has Brady. So, I mean, it made all the sense in the world to me. But yeah, I think it was a. So let me ask trick. you this. Let me give you a quick hypothetical. You're Chaz. And you have the four quarterbacks that he drafted, right? Yeah. You got to trade two away and obviously keep two. But, I I mean, it's kind of – it's kind of – I guess this question is kind of tough to answer because I don't think that there's much trade value for Brady. Um, But let's say there – let's say there is. Which two quarterbacks are you keeping because you want to have a backup? Which two are you dishing away to people? So now we're at the stage where one thing I really liked about Kamara, and that kind of is like a you kind of have to factor it in is like bye weeks. Like so, Lamar has already had his bye week. So for Brian, that's like a, another positive to where he's not going to have barring an injury. Knock on wood, he's not. He's not on. And luckily, Lamar's in on Brad's team, so no injuries. <laughs> but, uh, but, and that's the thing with like Brady's past his bye week, so he's got that. Mahomes and Kelsey still have their buys, mm-hmm. so that's one thing that's going to kind of maybe hurt Chaz in the long run. Mm-hmm. But if I like, I think you have you're going to get more back from like two of the Kyler, Mahomes, and Lamar. So, I mean, he traded Lamar and essentially traded Lamar and Kyler for Keenan Allen and Travis Kelsey, which I don't – I mean, that's not bad. I mean, that's pretty – like on draft draft I, draft day and like two or three weeks after, that would have been like that's a terrible decision by the Kelsey and Keenan Allen owner. But Herbert spreads it around a lot, so Keenan Allen's not getting his normal like – 12 targets and all that crap and Kelsey something's going on. So now it's like these big names, but they're not producing like they have in the past. So, so who, my question is, who would you want on your team? You get a quarterback and a backup. You get your starting quarterback and your backup. Who would you rather have on your team? Oh, I like if, I mean, if I had to pick, I'd say Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. Okay. See, I think I would go with Kyler and Mahomes. But see, my philosophy there is like you're not going to get as much for Brady as you would get for Kyler or Mahomes. True. Yeah, and that's why that's why I kind of stated before I asked the question. It's kind of difficult because I don't think his trade value yeah. is that high. So tough question. No, tough yeah. question. All right. All right. And then the last trade was me and Pittman, where I gave up Alvin Kamara and Corey Davis for A.J. Brown and Mike Evans. Yeah, this one, I think uh, I'm not a Corey Davis fan. I don't care. I didn't care about him. Because at first it was Kamara. He was asking me. I got to pick between A.J. Brown and Mike Evans. So basically what, you're giving up A.J. Brown and Mike Evans for Kamara. Is the way and, you're looking at it. Yeah, in my mind. Yeah. That was the only way I was going to do it was I was going to get A.J. Brown and Mike Evans because he was saying I could have one of them for, like, Mike Williams. I could have Mike Williams or Claypool 
And then one, I could pick between one and the other. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't know. That's, I, that's not I, enough. I say this. I, I mean, so then Sunday morning, I just, I was like, Saturday, we just weren't, we just ain't, weren't going to be able to figure it out. And I tried to get offered him Calvin Ridley too. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, and then Sunday morning, I was kind of hung over going to Brugger's. I kind of texted him, kind of, it was like jokingly, it was like, fine. AJ Brown and Mike Evans for Alvin Kamara and Corey Davis. And I just threw in Corey Davis that time. And he was like, he said, like, today, question mark, question mark, question mark. Let's do it. Like, Come on, let's do it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Damn. Uh, so. I think I'm a Kamara guy. I think Kamara is going to play well. Uh, Corey Davis, I can give two shits about. He's not. I, he's kind of a non-factor. Um, kind of I just I don't know what to think of Mike Evans. I mean, it's. It's kind of hit or miss there. A.J. Brown, at, at least from what I can remember, and granted, you know, the Bucks have been off for a week, so I can't – I don't really um, – I can't really – I don't really know what sort of performance that Evans has had over the last couple of weeks. I guess I could check, but I'm too lazy to do it. But I, I think – I think Kamara's – I think Pittman's going to win this one. Um, I just think the production is consistent there, barring injury, of course. He's hurt now. He's hurt now. He's questioned. That wasn't that wasn't a part of that, but we didn't know that that happened in the yeah. game after um, the trade. So I just think that. like you you'll get the consistency with AJ Brown. It's not going to be the same as Kamara's production, but you could hit gold with Evans. You know, in a couple games that pops for eighteen to twenty four. Yeah. I just think it's a huge risk because there's just so many options that Brady has available to him. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I didn't, but I say I think Pittman wins this one. I mean, yeah. he could have let you have Corey Davis too. I don't want Corey Davis. <laughs> I mean, I was fine to get rid of him, but I mean, I was like every week I was trying to pick between trying to guess lucky. You know, I had to pick right on two people. Now I just have to pick right on one running back, because yeah. I mean, I mean Evans, AJ Brown, Michael Pittman, and Tyler Lockett, and Ecklers. That's I mean that's a pretty solid core. So yeah, we'll, pretty good. We'll go with that, and I'm just trying to gamble on like I'm trading one potential blow up consistent, more consistent than Evans and AJ Brown for two guys that have a chance to like just blow up every week. So I kind of had to shake it up somehow. Are you so. kind of are you in that spot where Brian is, where you're just you're reaching for anything that you can get to try and make a drive? Uh, I mean, I wasn't going to just like give him up for just to do something. I was yeah. going to have to get like I think I've gotten two wide receiver ones back for a top five Kamara, who I I don't know what that like when Taysom hit. Like I think event, I'm kind of gambling that they're going to go to Taysom Hill at some point. And Taysom, they have not figured out how to utilize Taysom Hill and Camara together. Yeah. So I'm kind of gambling on that as well. But we'll see. We'll see. Hey, boys, uh, all the GMs out there, just remember, trade deadline is next Saturday, the 20th of November. So there's still plenty of time to get some trades in. Uh, if you're looking to make your team a little bit better, and uh, try to make a playoff run. So yep. we love seeing it. That was that was that was fun, exciting. It was a lot more exciting than uh, the NFL trade deadline. I'll give you that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your question for me? 
All right, so my question is just stupid. So there's these things out there that have kind of gained momentum over, I'd say, the last year and a half, maybe two years. And I personally have been contemplating maybe purchasing a pair or two more strictly for, like, golfing. Now, these things are – I think they're body centric. And what I mean by that is I don't know if I have the body to pull these off. And so when I, when I bring this up to you, what I want to know is go through each GM. Oh God. I got to think about them and something and their body. Yeah. And I want you to know, I want you to tell the rest of the GMs, tell the audience out there, are they a current wearer of this garment are they an undercover wearer of this garment? Meaning they wear them kind of maybe just around the house or stuff like that, not out in public. Or are they someone that, yeah, they could probably pull it off, but I haven't seen them in it. Or there's no chance in hell that these pe- this person would wear it, all right? Okay. So the, the garment or material that a piece of uh, clothing I'm talking about are joggers. I don't know if you own a pair of these. Yeah, I'm wearing some right now. Are you really? Joggers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I've been looking at these for golf, and I don't know, like, are they, like, sweatpants? Are they, like, made out of, like, khaki materials? I mean, there's different kind. I mean, they got jeans that are, like, joggers. Yeah. I mean, the joggers are kind Those of, like, are... It's, it's kind of how they cuff at the bottom, like, at the ankles. Yeah. Come on, They're, man! You're you're asking, dude. I'm I'm taking pictures. We're doing family pictures tomorrow. You're doing but, them in joggers. No, I'm not doing them in joggers. But I'm I, me and Tate are rocking jeans, our high top Nikes, and uh like a long sleeve gray hoodie, and with a black blazer over top of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got yeah I got a few pair of joggers. I love them. All right, so 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 go through the GMs and and tell me who who you think currently wears joggers. Like, are we talking like I think I own a pair of sweatpant joggers that I wear around the house. I don't wear them out in public. Yeah, I just wear them around the house. Like after I change in, you know, from my work clothes or I get up in the morning, I throw those on before I shower. I got you. There's a couple. Yeah, there's so there's a couple different kinds. There's the kind that are like. There's sweatpants, like the actual, like, kind of thick sweatpant types. Yep. There's some that I got a for Christmas last year. I mean, again, I'm going to be that douche that says that. I got a couple Lululemon kinds that are, they're casual around the house I'm wearing right now, but I can also wear them out. Like, okay. Not like to a dinner or anything, really, but just kind of. Kids soccer and baseball, yeah. loads, kids, errands, kids hanging errands. out with other kids and all the time. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll, I'll live in those. And then they do have some that are like kind of a golf material type that are not the like mesh type, but the other kind. I don't have any of those, but I, I would like to have. I mean, I think you can pull it off in golf. Well, I've seen it in golf. I just don't know if I have the body type to pull it off in golf. I mean, so, they're not skinny, are they? They're not like the real tight ones, right? No, I haven't purchased any. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Where are you seeing them from? I've seen them on like uh, the PGA, like yeah. on. Uh, so you some... need to go to go to go to. I was at Dick's today. Go to Dick's and check out. Ah, oh, what's the? There's a brand that's like 
See, there, it's not in like the golf section. It's like VRSA, Versa, or something like that. Okay. And it's kind of there. The it's kind of like an in between, kind of like golf and like the Nike Under Armour, Adidas, all that kind of stuff. It's gotcha. kind of in between. Check those out. They look nice. I kind of I I was looking at them today and I thought about pulling the trigger on them. Hmm. Okay. So, but, which of the GMs do you think wears them right now? Uh, right now, me, Brian. I bet Michael does. Um, I've seen Brad in like the sweatpants type. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen him out with him. I yeah. can't recall that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Brad's maybe borderline. I'll tell you, Pittman's not wearing them. Chaz no. is not wearing them. No. Brooks is still wearing his App State sweatsuit, so he's <laughs> for sure not wearing them. And Rusty, Rusty might be in the same boat as you, where he's kind of like he's thought about pulling the trigger on them before, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, just don't know about the, you eh. know, don't know if he can pull them off." Yeah, so he's just he I probably. Think, I think that's it. about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who am I? Meant? John, John does not. John might be the same. He might be in that. He kind of wants to pull the trigger, but he just he just can't. It's not quite so, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that everybody? I appreciate the input there. Uh, uh, pull the trigger, man. Go for I, it. I might. I might try to. Um. Here's my question. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to ask this last week, but we ran out of time. So hopefully we can kind of get it in this time. But it was there was the text chain prior to the pod last. So this happened some Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday of last week, where. Who played – you played – did you – you played Brad last week? I did, yeah. So, another team name for Brad, and everybody was just hammering Brad. Yeah. And Brad made a comment that, God, I'm going to have to bring my boxing gloves next draft draft weekend. We're going to have to start throwing <laughs> blows. And it made me think. <laughs> let's say we had a 10-man GM, let's say kind of Royal Rumble style death match, whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever it's would have winners and losers. Right. All right. My question isn't who's going to be the winner. That's not my question. My question is what is each and each GM can bring like a weapon of choice. <laughs> <laughs> what is each GM going to bring? Ah, like, are we talking like non-lethal weapons? I guess every yeah, yeah, weapon is lethal yeah, kinda, yeah, to some like, extent, right? But yeah. we're not talking like guns or right. are we talking about what, well, what about like knives? Are those in play? I mean, you could like if it makes sense for somebody like so. So here, like Rusty is either going to bring a beanbag for obvious reasons <laughs> or a golf ball and golf club for obvious reasons. <laughs> for obvious reasons, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's just going to tee it up and hit it. Just rip, so rip and title balls. To him, bam! Like right in the neck. Just yeah. boom! Right in the neck. So mm, okay. Wow, this could be. Brian might not bring Brian. I was thinking like he might bring like KY jelly or something and just try to like <laughs> get really Make people slip off of him. <laughs> yeah, he just put it on his hands and like oh oh oh, and he just tries. He's just going to use his body to <laughs> to. So who? Yeah, let's go through this. Let's kind of rattle off who. I, I mean, you went. You kind of got my 
my mind in like scrambled eggs with Brian and KY jelly there. Too, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I definitely that's wasn't intent. thinking. I see, wasn't thinking intent. that as a weapon there. I mean, if you start looking around, you see Brian start lathering himself up in KY jelly. You'd be like, I'm avoiding that guy. I think Slip, Slip, he doesn't want to get hurt at all. Oh, he didn't, he didn't know. So he didn't Slip is bringing like bear spray or some sort of like a pepper spray where he can stand like 15 yeah. feet away or like spray it in someone's eyes and, and then he'll pounce on top of them. Or he'll, he'll like blindfold himself so he doesn't watch anybody else get injured. Otherwise, he's, <laughs> otherwise he'll, he'll faint. He'll start to throw yeah. up and pass yeah, out. he'll faint and pass out. Um, he's got to be like, for as much as he works on like the farm, he's, there's got to be some kind of farm tool that he's like really good at, like some kind of like hay Maybe hook. like a chain. Like a hay hook. Like a don't they don't, could work. don't they have yeah. like the hooks where they're but like he ain't, bales he of ain't hay? lifting no bales of hay. Yeah, they got they got his uh they got help for that. They, they got the quote unquote <laughs> help for that. <laughs> so maybe that's who he brings. Maybe he brings <laughs> he just brings it up. <laughs> he just dishes out hundos. <laughs> yeah. Mandingos. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Pittman I think would get creative. So with Pittman He's, you know, he's got combat background there. Yeah. So, I mean, the taser, would he just bring the, just, just go no, in and bring the taser? I don't think he would do that. He would like to have more fun with people. I think he would be maybe just like, I think Pittman might do like brass knuckles because he, he knows <laughs> how to, just... he knows how to fight. And so, he can defend really good, and he's just going to get in and start pummeling people with brass knuckles. I think he's a brass knuckle type of guy. Chaz is like a mace, mason ball. Like, you know those things, uh, ball and, uh, like a ball and chain type thing with yeah. spikes on the end from the medieval times? Yeah. I can see him, like, spinning that around and trying to hit people with it. I could see him also having, like, drugs, like cocaine, like in his hand, and you get close and he just blows uh, it in your face. And maybe it like blows like, it in your face. Yeah, maybe not cocaine. Maybe like fentanyl. Okay, because that can do some damage. Or just he's just ripping heaters and like blowing. Or he's just. So what is he trying to do? Give people cancer? Maybe. Maybe he has like two. <laughs> maybe he has like two used hand towels that he just takes around and just like <laughs> just spins it around a lot and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Yogurt slings off and gets yeah, in someone's yeah. eye. Oh, gets in someone's eye. It starts burning. Oh, Brian then he be, attacks them. Brian then he sticks sprint. the sticks <laughs> the towel in their mouth and chokes them to death. Oh, it's like it's like mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Brian be sprinting over there to him. Chaz, Chaz. Brian be slipping. <laughs> Let me help you. Let me help you. Oh man, what about Brad? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, uh, step letter. <laughs> he said no more jokes on that oh that's right Damn oh it. man um oh man what oh Pittman I thought we were gonna have like a Pittman was just gonna throw baseballs at people right you <laughs> yeah, know he, that yeah he can throw baseballs just, so just throw a baseball like at people's chests a bag of uh Spaldings just or Rawlings just ripping them at people's chest right yeah. in their sternum <laughs> all you hear is you just hear like nine people start going <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh and then what about uh so michael he'd bring a cross <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> that was easy that was too easy so he nah he'd uh 
What? Maybe oh, like man. a rosemary and a cross. Yeah, and then let's think about. I I bet we can yeah. come up with something better than Michael. That's the easy. That's easy. Pick yeah, that's right there. The... We went the easy route on him. Um, let's see here, Michael. How did he rip his finger off or whatever? Well, like he jumped boat? off a boat. Boat. His... So that's yeah, nothing there. Uh, Unless he's whipping propellers at people, yeah. that's not what. Fun. So what would what would what would we have you? You'd be bringing what? Some kind of hunting shit, probably. Uh, it'd be like a bow and arrow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> some, some, Maybe some, like a spear. Um, like a big hog spear. Yeah. Can't um. Can't do anything. Uh. You bring uh, maybe like lighter fluid and baseballs. Oh, that'd be a good one. Just doused in gasoline. Just and doused them in gasoline. And you're just trying, maybe, maybe you're throwing you're throwing them at people. Maybe, but or like we're a trying tennis to ball. A we're trying to catch racket. them. We're trying to catch them, but a Barry Zito drops coming and just hits us in the leg. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a pretty good. Spin one. on that. Yeah. Um. What about Johnny? Oh yeah, I forgot about John. Well, the way he was driving the off the golf that one time would be just taking your ankles out. That's true. Um, Johnny. Is, is it, I mean, is it too soon where he just give him some liquor in a car? <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know if I should. <laughs> so we're all thinking it. I, we were thinking all thinking it. it. We didn't want to say it at first, but we were all thinking that one. Hey, did you hear this, by the way, speaking of John drinking in cars? Um, I guess Congress is trying to pass a bill that will require all new automobiles to have a basically a breathalyzer um, installed in every new car. So in order for you to start your engine, you're going to have to obviously blow into it and start to start your car. This is going to be standard equipment. I mean, it's not a terrible idea. I mean. It somebody. is absolutely a terrible idea. Think about like, all right, so for you, you don't get in and out of your car a lot. I get in and out of my car probably 20 times a day. And so I'm going to have to get in, blow into this thing and get to my next, you know, spot appointment yeah. and do that 20 times a day throughout the middle of the day. It's ridiculous. 40 year old Jared is like, oh man, that kind of, that would suck. That would yeah. really suck. 25-year-old Jared would have really loved that when I had mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you had one. Oh, yeah. It was 13 years ago, something like that. So we've had, I think half the group has. How many so, GMs have had one? Uh, four. You, John, Brad. Well, John's had three. And Brad's Brian. had two. And Brian. I think Brad might have had three. Two were got no, I convicted. I think, I think yeah, he, he did. one. No, he, had, he had two. One got convicted. One just somehow just disappeared. And he I think he know. had two in high school that disappeared. Uh, one in college, I think. So, I don't but, know. I, yeah. I don't know. And Brian and you, that's it? Yep. 40%. Damn. That's bad. bad. Batting 400. Wow. Yeah. I mean, none over 30, so... But I don't know. That's good. But good question. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't that'd know who would win. 
like a little yeah, a little Hunger Games style on an island, and everybody kind of had their own. Hunger Games, I'd be up there. I don't know yeah. if I'd win, but I'd give I'd give a hell of a run. I'd just run and go hide and let all everybody else. I'd just try to wait it out. Yep. You got you got any other questions? Well, it's not nothing really. Questions. These are things that I think we should that I wanted to bring up. And since we just got the the week ten matchups uh, to go, I think we should just bring them up here. So. Here's a couple things. So we got five games left. So we're still shooting from the hip right now. We're still shooting from the hip. It's still random, but it's kind of more of like a discussion type situation. I'm not going to ask any questions. Maybe just get your thoughts. You just kind of had, you just kind of had this one in the holster. (laughs) Yeah. Dad fun. Dad fun. In the holster shooting. Uh, So five games are left. Did the calculations. Michael is outside of the round. He's seven and two. Even if Rusty goes on a run, highly doubtful. Michael's not getting a romper. And I also gave that to Pittman as well. Pittman's six and three. Mathematically, he's not out of it, but I'm giving it to him. I think he. Right. I don't. I don't think he's going to get the romper. So, and I. I think right now it. It doesn't say it mathematically, but I'm. Mike's clinching a playoff spot. Um. What what do you think that number is to eliminate yourself from like a romper? Is it is how it many wins? You're saying how many wins? wins? Yeah, is it going to be six? Is it going to be five? I'd um, I'd say if you have five, I'd say. I mean, is Rusty going to go on a? If so he goes, five, if there's ten. five games left, so if he goes five and zero, oh, so he'll be he will six. be six and eight. Um, I'd have to imagine if you get to five wins, you're probably feeling pretty comfortable. All right. So for the record, five wins currently has myself, John, Slip, Chaz, and we already discussed uh, Michael and Pittman. So that would leave you, Piz. And Brian still in the mix. And yeah. Rusty, of course. I mean, Rusty's rest of schedule. Granted, it it only matters so much. But he's got Chaz this week, Pittman next week, then Brad, then Michael, then Pittman. Okay. Damn, that so, Brad matchup could be big. Yeah. So he's got, but he so Rusty's got four mat four of the five matchups are against the. Number one, three of them are against the one seed in each division, and one is against the two seed. So, yeah, I'd have to say five. If you get to five wins, you probably have to. You probably feel okay that Rusty's going to lose at least one of these games. Man, I, I have and then at that point, I don't feel confident right now. Maybe a six. Yeah, you probably got to get to six just to feel comfortable. If Rusty loses, then five's the five's the number. Like my thing is if because he's way down on points too. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, I'm only up twenty. Is that how it works? Is that how it works? Like, uh, if there's the same record, then it's points. Is that and then points? Is that is that what we've decided? I don't even know if we've decided. I think we have. I think that. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's it. 
think that's the fair way to do it. Okay. Yeah. My other question was, all right, so we had some – I wanted to ask you this, and I don't know if you noticed this, but, you know, we were all kind of making fun of Chaz after draft day. And the reason for that is because he had you know, four quarterbacks on his roster. And right. th- there's another GM out there that, you know, kind of silently is gathering up, you know, quarterbacks as well. Did you know that Pittman has three quarterbacks on his, on his roster? Uh, who's the third? Wentz, Burrow, mm. and Rodgers. I don't know why. He because Burrow's on a bye this week, and they technically there's rumors that Rodgers may or may not get cleared for Sunday's game. So if he doesn't get cleared, then Rodgers and Burrow can't play this week. I gotcha. So he's going to have to play Wentz. And then we did see, I did see that uh, Chaz did pick up. He took uh, Brad's advice, or maybe your advice. I think it was Brad's advice, and he did actually did pick up Cam Newton this week. So Chaz is back to three quarterbacks on his roster. Cam, he can't quit Cam, man. Can't Cam. quit Cam. So what are your thoughts on this? I think, you know, the GMs, obviously this is talk a big talk around the NCFFL. Many, many I think, what, nine, nine of you guys are Panthers fans. I'm the only one that's a Bears fan. What what are your expectations here? Of like real football? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's fantasy too. If if Chaz is going to pick him up, I don't know if he'll use him at all. He's but not going to use him. You're, why would gonna, you pick him up then? I, I don't understand. You this. know, he's not going to pick Cam. You just over. do it to, just for spite. Out of I mean, Brad. just to have it. I guess Brad tested him. I mean, maybe somebody was going to get. It. Maybe he comes out. I mean, I'll say this, Cam, he's not going to play Sunday. Maybe he plays, I hope he plays next Sunday at home against Washington, whose defense is not good, um, at least their secondary. So maybe he goes off against Washington and Chaz can spin it, spin somebody. I don't know. But from a real football standpoint, I don't know, man. I mean, it's – I'll say this. It's it's incredible to have – a front office that's trying shit. I'll give you that. So I, mean, I disagree the, with the terms of the contract, but that's what uh, I don't even. Something. I don't even care about contracts because they got the cap. So it's the thing is they have the cap space to be able to do it, and so there's a different layers here. One, when Cam's out there as a free agent, and Don Annie sucked recently. And that you're going to rely on PJ Walker. You'd also, as a pan, you don't run on, you don't want to deal with like, hey, why didn't you bring Cam back? Why didn't you bring, give Cam a shot? Why didn't you, yada, yada, yada. What you can't do is you can't compare Cam today and when he comes back into the building and starts practicing and playing, you can't compare him to 2015 MVP Cam because that ain't, that guy ain't coming back, right? What you got to compare him to is like PJ Walker. Is he better than PJ Walker? But so, if you thought that in the be- – if you think that now, then why didn't you make the change in the beginning of the year? Why didn't you put Cam on your roster in the beginning of the year? I th- because you can't have Cam as a backup and that, that, that wasn't going to work. So, I mean, I, I still thought Darnold was not a bad play. I don't know why they picked up the fifth-year option. That's mind-boggling. I just – I heard I that today. That's mind-boggling to me. I didn't. I didn't mind the trade and giving up whatever, 
because they got back something when they traded somebody. But the picking up the fifth year option kind of that was a part that kind of sucked. And they passed and they passed on Fields there in the. So there's oh. some questions there that, but they're fucking. I mean, they're they're making trade. They got a defense that might be good enough if they can stay healthy. Might be good enough to compete if they can just have an offense that can score points. Maybe they can get. Maybe they can strike gold with Cam and getting lucky with. I don't know. I don't. I mean, my expectations are very low, but now it's at least kind of gives a boost of energy to. To so here's like. The Jets, you know who the Jets are starting this week at quarterback? Um, like Mike White or something? Mike, Matt, Mike, Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah. Because at some point, like, the GMs in the front office, I'd have to imagine, like, a lot of them with, like, these teams that suck. Yeah, let's go ahead and play. I'd rather go ahead and – I'd rather lose, evaluate the players that we have, lose, and get a high draft pick. The players don't play like that. They're, these guys are out there trying to win. Yeah. So when you got like a quarterback like Mike White who's produced for the Jets and they look over there at the rookie Zach Wilson who's struggled, at some point those players who are trying to win are going to be like, hey, why don't we go with the guy that's like doing well for us? Of course. So I, I got to imagine too that's like people in the office for the or people in the locker room, the Panthers are like, I mean, Cam's over there. We still think he could do it. Why not? We'll do it. So, I, is there I mean, anyone I got, still on the team that played with Cam outside of McCaffrey? Um, I think I saw where the last time Cam played, I think I saw fifteen players, twelve players. We're so on there's the a decent amount. There's a decent on the time. The last time Cam played, so the last year, so two years ago. Okay. Now I think there's only like. When Cam's on the team, I think he might be the only one from the Super Bowl. McCaffrey wasn't on the team. No, McCaffrey wasn't on the team. Like, their whole defense is different. Yeah. I don't think there's many players, if there is any at all, um, from even when he played, what, Uh, two, three years ago. So, uh, my thought is – I. I talked with uh, GM Brad Pizel about this. I, I think the 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 contract is brutal. Um, he's get you know giving him four and a half million guaranteed uh-huh. is just banana lands. I get the incentives of you know he can escalate that up to ten million. Sure, yeah, show me that you're producing and and I'll give you. That. But he, the Panthers had all the leverage in the world on this. They could have said. We'll give you incentives so you can get to ten million, and we'll give you the veteran league minimum. You come in and show the rest of the league that you're still a good quarterback and prove yourself. We don't have to pay you shit, or you can just sit at home and do nothing. Yeah, but then the that's flip what side, I would have done. Yeah, but the flip side is the Panthers are like, we're going to have to roll with PJ Walker. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at that point, you know, who cares at that point? Now, I say that. And then on the other hand, I also say you guys are still in playoff contention now with the new with the extra game and the extra playoff spot, you guys are still in contention. So they are for somehow Cam can give you guys a couple extra, you know, wins here. You guys can make an actual playoff run 
And, and I think that's why they did it. They and did it I for- think I think Brad Brad brought up a good point as well. He said, "Listen, we're, we're not a great team, and we're still in the playoff hunt. Cam will get." Asses in the seats. Yeah, there's going to be so many. There's going to be a million Cam Newton jerseys there next Sunday. Uh, oh my God, it's going to be. I'm, I'm wearing. Lands. I'm going to wear mine this Sunday. It's going to be absolute banana lands, and I gotta think that the front office is like, if we pick up Cam, the team is, you know, the fan base is going to be, you know, we we can't lose because the fan base is going to be like, well, they tried. They're bringing them back. It's going to be great for them because they're going to get all the concessions and all that shit. They're going to start selling more jerseys. So they're going to win either way. And if they lose and they don't do good, they didn't expect to win anyways. And so it's a win, I think, for the front office, which is smart. I just disagreed with the contract. That's all. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be exciting. He's going to get a lot of publicity. Wouldn't be surprised if they did some like Fox Sunday thing with Aaron Andrews and him and shit like that. I, I just feel bad for everybody that's getting their hopes up. He's going to come in, probably play two games, get hurt, probably get COVID, and he's going to make $4.5 million in nine games. That's messed up. And dress like an idiot and have stupid hats. But that's just. That's what Chaz would have brought to the, the, the death match, the vaccine. <laughs> You, 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 you would have brought COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was unless you've got anything else. That was, I'm uh, good. Uh, I think I'm good. I was shooting from the hip here this week, boys. Let's move on. Week ten matchups. Here we come. Week ten matchups. Here we go. All right, GMs, welcome in. Week 10 matchups. Here we go. Jared, let's get things started. Oh, first of all, I almost forgot here. Let's get into uh, what happened last week. So, little recap here. Week 9 recap. We both went 2-3. and three. Um, Kind of subpar there. Nothing mm. too great. Only two victories each. On the season, I am still well above 500, however. 27-18 and 18 record to your 20-25 and 25 record. And uh, we had a two and one cupcake win this past oh. week, cross divisional matchup. So now the cupcakes are up eleven to ten, uh, and we only have one cross divisional matchup this week, and that one's gonna be Michael and myself. Which, sorry, cupcakes, I think we might be going back to eleven eleven, <laughs> but we'll get back into that one uh, a little bit later. So I'm gonna be. It's gonna suck if like. The cupcake division wins it by one, and it's all because of that trade that got processed on Sunday between me and Pittman <laughs> as, the, as the tiebreaker. That'd be great. That would be great. All right, let's yeah. go. Um, let's start off with Chaz and uh, no, let's go Pittman and Brian. Pittman sitting at a six and three record, Brian at a four and five record. Let me see if I can find these here. So Pittman's team name, just for an update for everybody, average 12 point, excuse me, let me rephrase that. Average 12 and two-thirds innings a year. And Brian's team name is Bless Him Then. I think that's still from last week. Brian's got Lamar Jackson going right now, not doing very well, 5.68. Only in the second half, maybe he can do a little bit better. 
What say you in this one? Who's that? Is that a picture of Brian and Pittman's wife? Oh, let me see here. You got it on the laptop or the phone? I got it on my. I don't know who that my is. My iPad. I can't. Average yeah. twelve. I don't know who it is. Have to is get that Captain. Abby? It looks kind of like Abby. I don't know why you would put a picture of Abby. Oh, that's kind of weird, right? That is weird. And Abby looks to be if well, that woman looks to be in like a wedding dress. And I don't think Brian was at Pittman's wedding. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I don't know who that trick is. Uh, anyways, regardless, let's see regardless. here. So we got. I think – I don't know if Alvin Kamara is going to play. He's going to play. I'll tell you that right now. You think he's going to play? His knee sat again on Thursday, remained sidelined. Um, could just be a veteran that's, you know, without practicing, you know. I'm yeah. like, well, it says does put him on the wrong side of questionable. I don't know. I think. I mean, I, I, I think he's I mean, going to end up playing. I mean, I did. While we're sitting here talking, I did get a a, a trade ask, a little trade offer oh. already. Oh, they're already happening. Little a little birdie told me on uh the, on Tuesday night before waivers went through. Hey, you might want to pick up Mark Ingram. I'm hearing some stuff in uh, New Orleans with Camara, right? and they didn't say specifically with Camara, but I'm like, hmm, maybe something's going on there. I actually apparently, almost picked him up as well. I heard it from a bird too. Yeah, apparently he tweaked the knee. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I don't. Know, this one's going to be weird because we don't know what Lamar is going to do in the rest of the, this game. I think he's going to come back at some point. He's going to be fine. And I'm looking through Brian's roster, and I'm like, Thielen's got a tough matchup. Okay, I don't know if I like Thielen this week. Deontay Johnson's about to go off against Detroit. Daryl Henderson's about to go off against San Fran. Ezekiel Elliott's about to go off against Atlanta. And then I get down like Jordan Howard again. God, we don't you just can't like play these Eagles running backs because whoever's not being played on teams is the one that's gonna be scoring a touchdown. Trust me, I've had them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look over here at Pittman's team, I'm like, Kamara might not play. I kind of need him not to play. Mike Williams is gonna go off this week. I don't know about DJ Moore this week. Goddard's going to struggle. Patterson might have a good game. Michael Carter or Mike White. I don't know how he does it. I think Brian's going to pull it out. It sounds – I mean, you're describing the, you know, elementary school rock fight is what you're – that's what it sounds I like. I mean, it could be, but I also think there's like two guys on each team that could go, could go off. I think this is going to be the lowest scoring match of the week. I don't, I don't think okay. – I, I, for all the reasons you said, I think there might be two guys that do well, but I think everybody else is going to be sub ten and could could be worse. Um, I think I think Elliot Henderson and Deontay Johnson for Brian are going to carry him to victory this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite direction. I'm gonna go against the grain and say that Pittman pulls us off. He gets the seven and three. Brian still goes to uh, Brian will go to four and five. And he's going to do it on the back, and I hate to say this, but Cordero, Patterson, and Kamara. I think Kamara plays, and I think he gets help with Mike Williams. I think you're spot on with the DJ Moore thing. I I can't trust Carson Wentz. Who knows who the hell is going to show up there? Goddard, 
uh, I don't know, Carter, Buffalo defense, I don't know. And, you know, he put in Devontae Smith, but that just means he's not going to produce it this week because he did last week. So I still think Pittman's going to somehow, some way pull this off. Maybe like 106 to 100. I'm gonna, what he, that's what he did last week. That's what he did. That's all you have to do, right? Beat the guy in front He's of you. All he needs is the wins. So we're crossed up on that one. Let's uh, move on. Chaz versus Rusty, a five and four matchup uh, against the one and eight. Um, the high, high scoring predictions on this one right now. Um, let me take a look here. We got Storm and Norman versus Slow Cooking. Both just brutal names. Do better, guys. That's all Come I got to say. I mean, do, he's got he's got the moose. Do better. He's got trade the moose. Him, trade him. I just wanted him. Trade him or ch- change your name. Just do I better. Just, I just want Pat Fryermuth just so I can have the team name. Do you know, <laughs> do you know, like, and you know who I'd have to pick up if I got him? If he was ended up trading him to me, you know what player I'd have to pick up? If you ended up getting Fryermuth? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I'd have to I'd, at some point. I'd have to pick up Mike White, the quarterback for the Jets, and stream him at some point. Because uh, a little lefty, luthy, whitey, tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Left, lefty, luthy, whitey, tidy. <laughs> it's just great. No, it's just good stuff. And the, the other thing, too, is, like, the guy's team that he's on is the guy that killed the goose. <laughs> and how's your team name not? Lil Luthy Goothy. Yeah. It's just brutal. Just no I creativity just, from either of these come GMs. Come on. I mean, we're calling on. on Rusty here because he's got just a gold mine sitting in front of him. But, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess Chaz changed his name once, but he's, you know, let's, let's be creative, guys. Come on. Do better. Do better. Uh, let's see projections here right now. We got Chaz at a 145, nine, eight, one, three, six for, for rusty 57% leaning towards storm and Norman. Uh, it's a high projection for both guys. I think highest of, of all the, all the matchups we have in week 10 here. So it's projected to be high scoring. Rusty's been putting up points the last two weeks. Does he do it again? Uh, Prescott's in a get right spot. He's gonna, he is. God, Godwin might not play this week. Mm. So if Godwin doesn't play, I guess he's going to go have to double down at tight end again. Um, which is his own damn fault. I mean, he's I not willing he to can't trade him. He can't trade him. He, I mean, he can't. I mean, granted, I mean, I try to give him AP. Won't take him. But yeah, I think, uh, but I mean, Chaz has problems. I mean, Damian Harris. Chaz has play. problems. He's guessing wrong on his quarterback. Hopkins might not play. Knox He's got might a not lot play. of questionable stuff here. He's going to have to be dropping players. <laughs> I don't understand why he didn't play one of these running backs. Um, um, other than that, <laughs> he's going to have to make some trades Sunday morning again. He's going to drop Cam and pick up somebody. Uh, I don't know how he does it, but I think Chaz is going to win. I don't know how. I think Brady, Washington's not good, so Brady could go off. Um. Oh man, I think 
I think this is Rusty's week. I think it's his week. I, think I don't know be. how. Yeah, I think it might be too. Uh, that, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, stick with Ch- I'll stick with Chaz. But... I think it's Rusty's week. He's been, he's been performing well. Squad has been performing well the last two weeks. I think he's going to continue it. Like, uh, like you said with Chaz, I, I don't know how he pulls it off. And maybe it's just a Dak Prescott 40-point yeah. performance that puts him over the edge here. But I, I do think he pulls this off, and I think Chaz is like – I think he's going to be searching hard and fast because that's going to put him to a 5-5 five and five record. And I don't – you know, who knows at that point if he's you know, could get into the playoffs or not. I think he'll be struggling because he'll be a couple losses in a row there. So, whew. I don't know. I think Rusty gets it though. I think he goes to two and eight. Let's see. Let's let's go, yeah, Rusty. We're pulling for you. He's pulling for you. All right. Let's move. Uh, Piz three and six versus Slip five and four. Another high performing uh, matchup here. One thirty point four zero to Slip's one twenty five four seven. Let me take a look at their team names here. Not too bad. I'm going to need, I don't know if you can give some descriptions or some backstory to, to slips, but really enjoy uh, Pizel's here. My W is a Blay lock would have liked to have seen the L O C in uh, all caps. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's just a grammatical thing. And then we have a, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. True. Then we have a, uh, oops, right lineup, wrong hole. Not sure on that one. I don't know the backstory here, but I'm assuming this is something sexual that may have happened to Brad at some point. Uh, he, I guess he stuck it in the wrong hole at some point. Gave the old dolphin, eh? Well, Piz has got a couple guys going tonight. He's got Baltimore's defense currently with 16 points. We'll see if they'll be able to add anything out of that. We're at halftime right now. He's also got Hollywood Brown sitting at five and a half. Here we are, slip tight end. Mike Jasicki, zero points through the half. That's uh, bad, too, because the is Ravens not are good. not good against the tight end. But not that is not good. good. So who do you got in this one? Um, Williams will go off. McCaffrey, who knows? Kittle, maybe Elijah Moore. He's doubling down on tight ends. Dalton Schultz. Brad, you got to put Julio in, man. He goes off against the Saints. He's um, questionable at the moment. I think that's kind of what's scaring he'll him. Play. He'll play. Jeremy McNichols. Ooh, he doesn't have mixing in. He did get OBJ, Odell Beckham to the Rams. Is is your is your boy Cooper scared? Is that what happened? Yeah, he signed with the Rams. You kidding me right now? No, he signed with them this afternoon. I did not see that. No, I'm not. Not worried about Cooper Cup be. at all. I don't know about OBJ. He, I think he's more gimmicky now. He just, he just to wants get to get a ring. That's all. So he's yeah. going to where he thinks he's going to have the best opportunity. Quite honestly, I'm surprised that they signed him now that I'm thinking about that. They have plenty of receivers, and I don't think they need any more firepower. And they definitely don't need anyone disrupting that um, uh, that locker room. I I don't think 
Stafford's going to give two shits about him. He's going to be like, fuck off. I've done really well without you here, so you're going to either do what I tell you or you're not going to get the ball again. So, Who scores more fantasy points this week, Debo Samuel or George Kittle? I'm going to go Debo. Okay. I'm taking Because of that? Yup. It's going to come down to Monday night. He's got Debo Samuel going. Brad's got George Kittle. And it's a winner take all. Who scores the most points? And my man Debo is going to come through. But you know who's going to score the most points between Debo and Kittle? Trick question. Neither one. Brandon Ayuk. (laughs) He's yours. I know. On the bench. Who wants him? So you're going with slip. Um, Brad, three and six. Really needs some help from Hollywood Brown. He doesn't need help. I mean, as, as if you're looking over there at Gasicki posting a zero right now. Yeah. And if his defense is going to post up a 16, possibly even more, it's going to give him, um, you know, at least a, a little promise or, a, a, you know, little – Hey, I might have a chance. I, I think I'm going to actually pull off Piz here. We're going to okay. go opposite three in a row on this one. I think I'm going to go Piz on this one. Kind of just like last week. I don't know how. I really don't. I mean, he's just trickled with injuries all on his team. Even though he's got McCaffrey back, they're going against Arizona at Arizona with a shitty fucking quarterback. That Arizona defense is pretty decent. And, Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think he pulls it off somehow. I don't know how, but he's going to pull it off. All right, you want to go my matchup or your matchup? Uh, we'll go my matchup. Let's go your matchup. Four and five against Johnny. Five and four. And let's talk about team names. Sure, Joe. Uh, Jared huh. sitting at a Mr. Four-Leaf Clover himself uh, versus Young Men's Chubb Association. I, this is like the third time in a row that none of us can – we don't know what John's saying. Well, I get it because that's the YMCA for me working at the YMCA. Okay. So it's the Young Men's Christian Association, but he yeah. went with the Young Men's Chubb Association. All right, that's creative. I'll give it to it's him. It's creative. That's I'll give creative. it to him. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty that's good. pretty good. Um, so right now it looks like Johnny's got a couple guys going. Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker – Tucker with two, Andrews with three eight, total five eight. You got nobody rolling. Nobody You're favored going, right? in this one. Well, actually, projection favorite. projection right now is still uh, still with Johnny at one thirty four. You think you're gonna pull this one on Logan Thomas IR? Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's gonna be coming back this I week. I picked him so. up, picked him up early. I thought he was gonna be coming back, so it might be. I might be in the uh, tight end market. Give me. Uh, Why do you bet. still have Ridley on your fucking bench? He's he, he's leaving I, for the year. He's not coming back. They didn't say that. They just he placed said him. it. He's he hadn't said for the year. He said he's just stepping away time off. I can't just let him go until they've kind of definitively he says definitively. I thought that I read not, in that statement that he was like peace him out. No, he said he's having to step away. Right now, he does not say anything specifically on a timetable. Did he hit someone with a car? <laughs> no, Jesus. Okay. And but he's out at least three games. So he's out at least he might come back week twenty. I don't know. I don't know. But if anybody wants any any championship uh contenders want to try to 
let me know. You could probably get something really, really, really cheap for them. Hmm. But I don't Interesting. know. Got to go with another tight end. Got to probably pick up another tight end. Stream them. Unless you can trade uh, for the, uh, I get the, moose. the moose. Come on, man. The, the man, the man, the moose, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> I can play. I can do so much stuff with that. Just tie him up in a noose. <laughs> <laughs> just tie oh, that, him. That was good. So it's just uh, come on, Rusty. Come on, pull the trigger. Do something. Be better. Um, yeah. So Chubb might not play. Uh, he hadn't cleared. He might be back in time, but even if he doesn't, Dearness Johnson will just get all the touches. Um, I Connor's probably going to do well. Sanders knows. Yeah, Kyler Murray. I don't. He might pull. I bet he pulls Kyler Murray last minute and plays Russell Wilson, which I hate that shit because with Tyler Lockett, I hate it when the other guy has the quarterback, and I guess it's just not as fun. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know how. I think I pull it out. Uh, we're the same, same, same boat here. I got. I already marked it down. I got you winning this one strictly because I don't. I don't see Andrews or Tucker doing any better the rest of the, uh, the game. There probably will. Yeah, probably. I mean, he's Can't not. Wait, the, I... He's not called the four leaf clover because yeah. you know things don't go his way. Can't wait to text you in about. 28 minutes saying, fuck you. When when Justin Tucker hits when, three 50-yard field goals. When Andrews hits a, gets a 32-yard touchdown catch. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> so, I think he but, pull it off, though. I, I you know, I, I don't think Chubb plays. New England's going to be able to wrangle uh, the – the Cleveland offense and, and Baker Mayfield, they're going to be able to hold them tight because they know that Baker can't throw the ball. And so they're going to just stack the box and make them try to beat him. And he won't be able to do it. He's going to throw picks. <clears throat> so I, I think you pull this one off. I think this week has a theme and it's, I don't know how, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you pull it off. Eckler coming off by is good. I, I like your Brown pick, Mike Evans. Hopefully, he can he can show up and and I mean, there's a big hurt. I mean, I don't the know one thing like... that really are the one thing I don't get is your Jalen Hurts pick. I mean, I, I still don't know why you're not just streaming someone because he's not like he's producing a ton of points for you week in week out. I mean, it's two weeks. He hadn't done it in two weeks. Well, I mean, those are big weeks. I mean, 18, I'll take the 18 of like as a down week, but the one week was it just ended up being the game script got away from him. He's still yeah. fourth in quarterback points. I guess you're you right. You can't there. just stream the number four quarterback. No. And just, I'm, I, I'm down on him. But these are the games where he's like, he's not good in it. Like, he's not good. When he goes to Denver, he's not going to be good. He's not going to be a good real quarterback, but he's typically, that means he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback. If that makes sense. Yeah, because he'll be running around. And... Plus, they have like six rushing touchdowns the past two games, and none of them are him. At some <laughs> point, it's going to come back to him. So, I, I mean, I got to ride it out for a while. but Ride it. Yeah, I think you pull this off. Uh, looks like we're both in, on the Jared slot on this one. Sorry about that, uh, old Johnny. Uh, that'll be big. That'll push you to five and five and Johnny yeah, to five we'll and see. five. We'll see. I need yeah, it'll be big though if uh, Kamara sits, and I can plug Mark Ingram in there. Yeah, 
right, here we go. Last we'll matchup. Of hey, week before 10. we get to that, yo, yo, we got we got a, we got a team name update. Oh, already? Yeah, we got a we check got it a, out here. Pittman and Brian's matchup. <laughs> oh, here we are. <laughs> 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 this is what I'm talking about. Rusty and Chaz, take notes here. All right, creativity wins all the time. Not only does he, <laughs> not only does Brian bring the fury with the team name like Smashing Pumpkins, but then he just doubles down and throws in a picture of Abby, got face painted up like a pumpkin. Just, just, just epic right there. That's epic. Kudos. That's Who did did we pick Brian about. or we'd pick Pittman? Uh, we got, we got. A, I mean, he just you, he just, you pick Brian, I pick Pittman. I might change yeah, to Brian. The, just the momentum swing right there. Holy right? cow! Huge I mean, he, momentum swing. He had he had to switch it up at halftime. Lamar Jackson's about to go off. He might have thirty six points by the end of the day. Mm. Unbelievable. Well done, Brian. That's just that's an epic picture right there. See, I don't I don't change my pictures. Yeah. That that's epic right there cuz I'm not on the book or any of those other things, so I don't have access to them. That's just dynamite though. I really wish I could see what Pittman's picture is. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I know it's bronze in the picture. It would be nice if maybe everybody sent their picture into the group chat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, last matchup here. Me versus Michael. Um, here we are. Five and four matchup versus seven and two. Michael's team name hasn't changed. Young and Swift. Mine. Peoples Jonesen for the Lamb of God. Oh. You, know? you got everything going. You got everything going through Lamb every time. Uh, it's easy. But it's, it's also yeah. creative. Yeah. You got to be creative with it, right? Got to. Got to. I like um, it. And I'm, right now I feel pretty good about myself, probably up until I said that, with Jalen Waddle only have 2.7 points here. Uh, just started the third quarter, so we'll see if that can continue. If he can stay below six to eight points, I'll feel okay with it. Um, I'd really like him to stay at 2-7. That'd be fantastic. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Michael's just – projected to throttle me right now by yeah. those 21 points is there a chance i'll ask no <laughs> i don't think so i don't it's an see easy it. sunday for me i mean may, i mean maybe if you can get a blow-up game from cd lamb and again a lot of a lot of your stuff hinges on the stafford cup connection which has been really really strong Mm-hmm. So if that if that can come through, maybe. But I mean, Najee Harris against the Lions, that dude's gonna t- he's gonna have twenty eight touches for like one hundred and thirty yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Jonathan Jonathan Taylor's probably probably the best fantasy running back right now. I don't know if it's like, a probably. I think I mean I think is. like like if everybody's like taking it for the rest of the year, you probably take Jonathan Taylor first. Yes. Um and then he gets Jacksonville at home, so he's probably gonna go off. Yeah. Um I mean the Tampa Bay secondary is not good. So where you beat him is through the air. So McLaurin's probably gonna have a pretty good like garbage time day. Josh Allen's probably ready to have a good bounce back game. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't see it. I, I don't do. see it. It's hard. Yeah, I got to go with Mikey. 
Sorry, man. I want to like go through my roster and say, well, what about this? And what about this? And, you know, DK is, you know, going to go and CD Lamb, you know, bounce back. And, you know, I I just can't do it. I just can't uh-huh. do it. I, I, I see Mike winning this one. I, I want to say it's going to be a blowout, too. I think if Edmonds was still in the mix, I might have a chance. I think this is going to be just a just a destroy. He's going to destroy me. Yeah. It's going to be. Like, <laughs> I think it's going to be. A, it it's going to be, be it's like one sixty to like ninety seven. It's going to be a. Destroy. It's going to be a biblical, 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 biblical proportions. Biblical. I just ruined that joke. He did. Yeah, I, so. I think he throttles me. I don't even think yeah. it's going to be fair. I might not even. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Congratulations, but. Mike. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Switch your name, though. Come on. Do better. Alrighty, boys. Me? No, uh, so, yeah. No, for him. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Switch, yeah. Switch the name. Let's go. Let's he's, like, go. He's, he's probably just riding it out. How many years have you guys been? Come on. League? Do better. I mean, he's got. Let's let's see what, what how it. Let's see a little little bonus shooting from the hip. What looking bonus. at looking at looking at his players? What would what would you make his team name? Um, let's see here. Uh, I mean, it's got to be Roster Bateman, right? With <laughs> <laughs> Rashad Bateman, Roster Bateman. That works. I mean, that's. There's got to be something we can pull off with, like, Sutton. Yeah, there's got to be something with Najee, too, right? Najee? Yeah, like, um... Sutton. I know I could pull something off. On the spot like this, it's a little yeah. tough. But you give me a day or two of, like, looking at his team, his last names of his team, I could pull something off for sure. Like, uh, let's see. Pittman, Pitt, Waddle, Swift. I mean, it's no, I'm a Mooth Cannon <laughs> <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I mean, there's just, I mean, the it's just endless with that, right? Like, it's just it's, come on, it is endless. Come on, shouldn't even be fair. He should just drop him and me be able to. He should just for that. Him. I change it every day. <laughs> You might like, change it every three hours. Hmm. So, but. All well. boys. I think that'll do it for the week 10 matchups. Uh, good luck to everybody out there. And Jared, take it home. Dodge injuries. Guess right. Go USA. Go Pack. Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet 
all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and Guess Right.